Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Daddy Blogger TV. We're here live on location, beautiful Hako, it's a tourist destination right on the Pacific coast, uh, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. Incredible sunsets and a very beautiful country. Unfortunately, perfect. So apologies uh, during this interview. There might be a little bit of lag and a few uh, Wi-Fi hiccups. But hey, life as a digital nomad and traveling family means you're never going to have Wi-Fi. Uh, fellow moms and dads, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow authors, and we have one on the show today. Our guest today is uh, Lara. Uh, she's just written up a growing up uh, in a house with two moms, so growing up in a lesbian home, and she's written an account of how that was like. Uh, so this we've never covered. So I'm, I'm super excited to get Lara and her insights onto the show here today. Uh, Lara is joining us from the US. Uh, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thanks for being on. Uh, so before we get into uh, the book and uh, your story, why don't we hear a little bit about your work and anything else you want to share with us as viewers here today? Okay. I had a memoir that just recently came out about growing up with lesbian parents in the 1980s. I'm older and living in Ohio. Awesome. Uh, okay, so let's uh, hear a little bit of your background. Uh, so you grew up uh, in a lesbian home. Uh, let's break. How did that uh, first come together in terms of how did your uh, parents uh, meet and then how did uh, you know how did you come into the picture? Let's hear the whole backstory there. Okay. So my mother and father were married. I was born in 1973. When marriage broke up, my mother went back to college and she got heavily involved in the feminist movement. And started dating women. Um, so my parents' marriage broke up before I was two together. And my mother fell in love with a woman when I was three, and she moved in shortly thereafter. And I was living in New York State with my mother and my brother at the time. So he in time. And growing up, for basically as long as I could remember, my family was my brother, my mom. Um, but in upstate New York, in the late 70s, my mom was a lesbian. We had to be very secretive, and we had to hide it from everyone, from the kids at school. It was a really big secret. However, people aren't, you know, as a little kid, my friend's parents were really pretty open-minded about 
letting me play with This was a situation that was very new to them. Um, none of them had encountered lesbian parents before. I don't really have a doubt. However, when the whole when I was a lesbian, I was bullied quite a lot, and I was Lara the Lesbie and Lara the Lesbo, and it was really. Um, however, once people found out about my parents, and at that point, I didn't. I was at least less closeted, whereas before that I had to lie to everyone after the secret was to be subvertive about it. Thanks sharing a little bit of the background there, Laura. Um, so obviously there's both uh, the good and bad of uh, growing up. Uh, you know, did end up having a divorce. I had a great moment that overall the divorce me. I grew up quite shy, introverted, insecure, you know, kind of a, a we all have a peak, uh, but we also have the good things to uh, come out of that as well. So I'd love to hear what the, both the good and the bad of their unique childhood. Um, you know, the bad thing is it's hard to be different in any way. It's not of your choosing. And this isn't unique just to children of gay and lesbian families, but to anyone who is not that they live in. Um, the good part of it is that I grew up without that. Um, I know so many people that are, are fighting, even gay people that fight. with everyone they knew seemed to have against them. And for me, it was just an option. And, you know, obviously an adult. Um, I think anytime you don't fit in and you learn who your real friends are pretty quickly and you become a better judge of character, value in learning that you can stand on your own and not just be part of the mainstream and if people tease you and harass you you'll live through it and knowing that you'll live through it makes it less scary to go against to go against the group if that makes any sense at all so I think it made me stronger and more open-minded and more accepting of are true friends and you know my, my friends from childhood I'm still friends with many of them today um, you know obviously you had uh, you know the, the bullying and uh, uh, some brokenness growing up uh, so uh, it takes some time to get that feeling uh, tell us about okay, in terms of uh, going from uh, you know, uh, some degree of brokenness to now uh, being a whole, healed and whole. Uh, tell us about that journey. I think 
And I was very worried that other people would think that I was a lesbian because that was the first question everyone asked. If I ever thought I was a lesbian. And I wound up getting married very young to someone I met when I was. I also had a boyfriend and I didn't realize the weight of that. I didn't realize how much that. Strength. And in my 20s, I got divorced and I moved to Key West and my two moms were living. And Key West is a very gay friendly community. It's a place where all different groups of people mix together. I tell people, my mom's a lesbian. Their response was, so what? And no one really much shame I had been carrying until it was gone. And when I lived in judgment really helped me to relax my judgment of myself. And at that point, to be proud of them and to really not view them as but instead to just be able to say to people proudly, you know, these are my parents and have a picture of them. It really healed me in ways that I can't even express. Which is not a very gay friendly state as a rule. So, Laura, now you're a parent as well, and uh, of course, we all want to be different than our parents and not repeat the mistakes of our past. And, you know, we all make these promises to ourselves, we'll never be like our dad, we'll never be mom. Uh, so, I'd love to hear about your own journey as a parent now. Uh, how has it been like, and how are you doing things differently? Um, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old, and they're really great kids. I'm much more involved than my mother was. and drive them all over and it's definitely a different experience from the 1970s US really throughout the neighborhood but for my kids um, you know they're growing up um, they have grandmothers on their father's side that are married to men and they have grandmothers on my side that are married if I don't make it a big deal. It's some women are married to women, some women are married to men, some men are married to men. And and I think that's really cool. They don't view it as something that they are ashamed of or that they have and just kids, if that makes sense. And I tell my kids, you can marry whoever you enough on your own and, and live a full life.
So Laura, uh, you've uh, grown up, uh, you know, as a child of a lesbian couple. Uh, what advice or tips would you give to someone else who is uh, right now, who has parents, lesbian parents? Uh, any tips or advice you would give to them now? I know it's a different uh, decade, a different era. Uh, obviously, you've lived through it and, and give advice to others. So what tips do you have? I think the best thing is to know other people in the same situation. Children of gay and lesbian parents, and I think that that's wonderful because as a child, knowing other people who are, I um, think it's really important for kids to not have to lie about their family, and if the adults can be. It a lot easier for their children. But you're right, it's a different decade, and people in general are a lot more open minded. So, we've heard some tips about uh, you give to the give to parents, uh, a gay couple, lesbian couple who is raising a child. Uh, what tips would you give as a child in terms of uh, you know, them uh, being? I think I answered your questions in the wrong order, and I'm sorry about that. But I think that for families, you can do, and as a child, to make friends with other people that have families similar to yours is the best thing that you can feel alone in the world, and that they're free to talk about their problems. Um, so I, I really believe. Awesome, awesome uh, insights here. Uh, so you're obviously very passionate about the subject. You've actually written a whole memoir, a book about this. Uh, tell us about that process of writing. How is it like to get your thoughts, your emotions down onto paper, so to speak, uh, onto the keyboard and then onto paper? Uh, tell us about the process of writing the book. I knew I wanted to write this book for basically my whole life. People have always asked me, what was it like? But first I had to go back to school because I didn't feel I was a good enough writer on my own. And I started working on my book. And to write a good memoir, you really have to relive experiences. And it can be really quite an emotional process. But by the time you're done, and it becomes a separate thing, and you get emotionally distant from your childhood in the I took some risks in the style of the book. Um, but for me, it, it freed me from my past, I guess you could say. Um, I wrote about it until I got bored with my own story. Uh, but what has been very exciting for me is the response of other children that have lesbian parents. and. To so, which is something that not a lot of us have. There's not a lot of books out there written by children of, of gay or lesbian. 
to give that to people. What is your vision for the book? What are your goals? What do you hope to achieve uh, as a result of people reading uh, your book? Um, I have a couple of goals. One is my faith was not that my mom was a lesbian, but was their struggle with mental illness. And that cross in all situations. And I also wanted someone else to see themselves. You know, I was out there somewhere is a person who has never seen a family that looks like their own in the world. And hopefully I have managed to do that. I actually have a book as well, and mine's all about fatherhood and my own journey and becoming a dad, uh, coming from a broken family. So it is of sorts, and I want to also inspire dads to be actively involved in the parenting journey. Uh, and I know how much work it was to write that book. I was nice uh, hanging on a coffee shop and writing, bring the midnight oil, so to speak. So there are a lot of people who want to write a book, but they don't actually get around to it. And you know, kudos to you for getting this book done. Kudos to me tapping my back for getting mine done. Uh, but there are a lot of other people watching and listening now who have a book uh, that's really, uh, you know, like almost uh, coming out of them, but they just don't know how to get that book out there fully. What advice would you give to other aspiring authors? For me, I think it's important to just write, write every day as much as pretty when you write it the first time. You need to get enough pages written that then you can make them good. Uh, so you can't afraid to throw out things. You know, I, I wrote, geez, hundreds and hundreds of pages that didn't make it in. Um, and once I had a finished book, I sent it to people to read and to other people to read. And I, um, but I think the number one thing for people who want to write a book is to just sit down and start writing. If you write one page, have over. You don't have to write a lot. You just have to write something. And once you have something, you can shape it and turn it into something good. Definitely, some great insights there. You have to actually, uh, you know, discipline yourself in front of that keyboard, a laptop, desktop, and uh, just start to get away from uh, home, go to that quite secluded place, maybe do a retreat, go to the, your favorite coffee shop, and then, uh, you know, set a deadline, make it public. Uh, those are some of my topics. Uh, so in closing, uh, Lara, if people wanted to grab a copy of the book, uh, what is the link? How can they find out more? If there any questions, how can they do that, Lara? Uh, the book is available on Amazon, Anywhere books are sold, pretty much. It's available as a Kindle or as a hardback. And lilybridge.com. Or what's easier to spell is girlish. Dot 
And both of those websites go to the same place. Awesome. So I'll have those links below uh, to your website and also to your book. Uh, so thank you again. It was definitely very cool to cover this subject, and I'm uh, glad uh, uh, the Wi-Fi held up, to, so to speak. I know we had some uh, lag there, but uh, thanks for being on the show, and thanks for bearing with the Wi-Fi. Well, thanks so much for having me, and enjoy Costa Rica. Thank you. We'll definitely enjoy Costa Rica. And for everyone who's watching and listening, make sure you check out our blog as well, uh, daddyblogger.com. You get all the updates about our, our, our trip through photos, videos, blog posts, and social media. And, of course, more interviews as well with different uh, world travelers and parents from around the world. <laughs>